0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast.
1: Yes sir, we're back, we're back.
0: G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that drill, that's my medicine. I've never been. Afraid of other MCs, cause I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, cause I finish i am a creep so deep, like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never wanna start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me? Still I smoke once, like I was with Bob Marley. Yo, 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 yo what's, what's good? What's good? welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Hits Podcast. H-cubed up in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. My name is Cooper, and I'm here with my man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass.
1: Yes, sir, man. we back with another album review for y'all, man. Yes, sir. And um, this week, man, we're going to do Mr. Bubble Sparks, Mr. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> uh, this, this is pre-booty, though. No, uh, pre-booty, right? Pre-booty. Okay, okay. Definitely pre-booty. Um, and, and as I was telling Cooper before the show, um, I was somebody who didn't even know he had music before. Uh, booty, 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 whatever the fuck. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like, I, I really just... I was surprised that Cooper was suggest this, especially knowing the kind of music that he likes. And I'm not saying that he doesn't like, uh, the booty joint, but I don't know. I just feel like he wouldn't, you know, suggest something like that. But sure enough, I was, I was surprised. Hey, I definitely
0: guess this, I, I've let a bunch of people listen to this album before and everyone is really surprised by this joint because like as country and
1: everything as parts of this album
0: can seem like it actually is a really good album. Very lyrical album.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. One of the things that, uh, that surprised me um was, was like i like you said his uh, his lyrical ability uh you know his cadences uh-huh. you know he definitely he definitely kept it fresh and, and it just really surprised me throughout the whole drum because uh, like you said there, there's parts that throw me off throughout the album which is the whole country theme not really theme but like samples and you know whatever the fuck but yeah it kind of it, it it ties it all around when it when it comes to the rapping which is an important part exactly so definitely why don't we go ahead and start with the intro? All right.
0: It was just an intro, a simple giant, people talking. Um, and then the little beat comes in. And then the beat comes in. Uh, when it moves into number two, which is Jimmy Mathis. Now, Jimmy Mathis is a very country-ass sounding song when you first yeah. listen to it.
1: Um yeah, the little, uh, harmonica thing. Yeah, right? the
0: harmonica goes throughout it. It's got like the jugs and the bass and, you know, yeah. everything in it that you would want. And then it's got the... I don't even know what this... I guess that is the harmonica later on in it, too, but uh, the whole song just sounds country as fuck, so Hell I could yeah. definitely understand why it would, like, not catch Pretty you general. automatically, but if you actually stop and listen to the words yeah, of the song... Yeah,
1: definitely. And, 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 you know, again, this is this is one of those albums that I had to listen a couple times for, uh-huh. really, for me to really get the, the whole, I guess, outlook on the album because, like you said, at first, I kind of had to get through the whole, you know, it being pretty much pretty country
0: yeah i mean like honestly that's the only downside about the album and you know us being more in the in the realm of hip-hop none of us are really fans of country music so it's not something that like it's really going to catch our attention but like again listen to the words on this song and then understand when you hear what he's rapping about the 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 word i mean the lyrics that go i mean the music that goes with these lyrics it makes a lot more sense once you're able to actually put two and two together
1: absolutely all right, so um, but yeah, no, uh, uh Jimmy Mathis. It's actually a pretty cool song. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's not a bad intro song. Like It's like a
1: fun kind of like yeah. You know, he's kind of talking his shit throughout the joint. So definitely, uh, I, I was I was I was I was a fan. Like I said, once I got listening to it, yeah. All and right, I, number th- uh, number three uh, coming round, mm-hmm. which has the I'm not sure what the sample is, but I feel like I've heard it somewhere. I, I understand, yeah, no It sounds somewhat familiar I But pretty much <laughs> Pretty much the uh, the hook just loops the sample over and over and over again The one thing I will say about this song that I was That I kind of noticed was that like His flow kind of got repetitive a little bit I don't know if you noticed that
0: Yeah, I can definitely say that um, Parts of it parts, parts of it, definitely And honestly, <coughs> um, I think sometimes there's a little bit going There's a little bit extra going on with this joint Because of, um because of all the little things that are going on in the background, like there's yeah. like the, the tire screeching and then, you know, right. some yeah, of the random noises.
1: Like, and even like the little, I guess the little fiddle in the background yeah. along with everything. Yeah. Because it's continuous throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yep. So yeah, it can...
0: Okay. I can understand where it would get a little grating, but again, like lyrically, the song is pretty good. But like you said, I, the only criticism I can think of is the fact that this flow is kind of stagnant throughout it.
1: Yeah, that, that that's about it. But this is kind of like one of the more, I guess, well, even though it's only the third song, but... It's the first one that's kind of like more like, this is the first song that introduced me to, to being like kind of like a deeper side, I guess, yeah. of, of, uh, of Oba Sparks, because like I said, all I had heard was, you know, the booty joint, and then the first song, which the Jimmy Mathis joint is kind of like a fun song. Exactly. And then this third joint is kind of like more of like a, I guess, introspective kind of joint. Him, yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty much talking about where he came from. Yeah, suit.
0: where he came up, coming up and all that other yeah. stuff. You know, typical stuff you hear from rappers and mm-hmm. everything like that.
1: But nah, it is a good song again, uh, and again,
0: if you like I think the beats kind of kind of gradually grow on people after a while, you know what I'm saying,
1: yeah, no, nah, definitely again, like this was at first like the the sample was a little bit annoying to me just because it kept repeating the same thing over and over and over again, but yeah, uh, no pun intended, but it came around <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> did <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, when uh, we move to number three, uh she tried. Now this is a slower joint on here and this is a very reflective track. It's actually a very storytelling like reflective yeah, track. Yeah, definitely. Where he's talking about, you know, his ex and yeah. all the stuff that he did and why they're not together anymore, but how he misses her so much.
1: Right. And it had the um I'm not sure who it was, but a little like country like singing on the hook. Um
0: Yeah, I have no idea who that is, honestly. But
1: it but it, it definitely had the, the the country feel to it. But it it, it also it also had the Timberland stamp beats on it, like
0: exactly. like the
1: drums on it. If you if you, you know, it's funny. I'm not even a Timberland fan, but but um, but but I just I feel like you. I guess when uh, when you know it's a producer as big as Timberland, yeah. he's had as many hits as he has has. Um, the, In the drums careers that he's made, right? Exactly. Um The drums almost become like instantly recognizable, mm-hmm. and this is it, it. Definitely sounds like a. um Timberland
0: no, yeah, Timberland, I mean, that was one. That was like. I mean, I guess that's something that still goes on to this day, where beats are very recognizable by who makes them. You know, um, but I mean, that was like a classic signature jump back in the day, where you could instantly the track came on, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I know exactly who produced that.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I you, you've mentioned that a couple times, uh, not in this podcast specifically, but before, mm-hmm. how like that's that's not so much a thing now that you know. Yeah, because to- I mean,
0: a lot of the beats, like, I mean. I feel like some of the producers now definitely have their signature sounds, but at the same time, their sounds are so similar to everyone else's sounds that are in the game right now because that's the sound that's popular, that's the sound that's popping, that's the sound that's making money. Mm -hmm. So while they all got their little differences on the sound, they don't all have their own unique 100% sound, in my opinion. Now, I know we we had our uh, uh, disagreements last week. You may disagree on that, but I mean, or anybody listening may disagree on that. But I mean, that's
1: just what it is. Would you also say that it's like since since back then there wasn't as much, uh I guess, accessibility to different, you know, artists or producers that like there wasn't because I, I remember like that's one of the arguments that I, I've heard somebody make about like they're like everybody kind of sounding the same right now mm-hmm. is that there's a lot more artists now than there was back then because because of. I guess, our accessibility to them? Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: <clears throat> cause there was always hundreds of producers, just low-level producers, right. no one needed the exactly. name of, but pro- the name of the producer really didn't start getting big until, like, the 90s. Kind of the 80s, but more of the 90s. Mm. And when it was like, okay, this is the signature sound of this producer. Most producers just produce whatever it was, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, like, the, na- the, the cloud of a producer, like, the image of a producer, like, them being famous... You know, and people seeking them out
1: specifically—that right. really didn't start out until the nineties. Like, like pretty much, like a certain sound of of the producer, exactly. Okay. And the mm-hmm. fact that somebody like Timberland used to be able to say,
0: "Give me a, give me, you know, uh, pay me a million dollars, and I'll deliver you a number one hit."
1: Yeah, and, and I would not doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done it. He did it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, number four is uh, nowhere.
1: And it starts off really small, a uh, really slow, almost like operatic. You know what I'm saying. You know, one of, one of the first things that I um, that I thought when I heard this joint, I don't know if if you heard it, but the drums. First of all, I don't know if Timberland produced the song I'm about the say, but it sounds like the song "Dreams" by the Game. Mm. The, well, I think Timberland did that one too. Did he do that? I think so. He he may have done it, but the the drums on it. it yeah. It's not exactly like my uh-huh. like dreams. Yep. Um, but, um, but you not know, the, the beat is hard on this joint. No, nah, the joint is hard
0: as fuck. And this is another joint that's kind of deep. It's a more yeah, of a deeper song. And you true. learn a lot about him and a lot about what his struggle is and the shit that he's got to deal with, where he comes from.
1: And I don't know who
0: sings the hook on this joint, but, yeah, and that bitch can sing. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, nah, definitely. Definitely. Um, this is definitely uh, I mean, it, it, it's... It's exactly what the the title says, you know. He, he knows what it's like to be nowhere. Uh-huh. He, you know, more or less like an introspective joint. It's, the joint that, like, I feel like damn near every rapper had, you know, in this, in, in I guess in this oh, era yeah. or whatever. Um, but this joint is tight. I like this joint. It mm-hmm. has a really good beat. Has a good message to it, and um, and the bars were there definitely for so, sure. So definitely, I like this joint.
0: Now, uh, this is
1: uh, I don't know,
0: like. T- Timberland with slow beats was always to be able to make like just some fire ass slow beats. Like, I don't know if you've if you ever listened to Aaliyah, but back in the day, Aaliyah's second album, uh, One in a Million, Mm. was produced by him. Mm. The slow songs that he produced on them joint, straight fire. Like Timberland just has that ability to make a slower track just sound like that. You know what I'm saying?
1: And I I will say this much, as somebody who's on record has been a Timberland hater. I will say that his his slower shit, in my opinion is levels better than like his you know faster shit. I don't know if you might disagree. I mean
0: it de- I think it depends on what it is cuz like he's you did say sometimes it can sound a little bit poppy. Yeah. And I will give you that. Um and that's why he's able to sink like into the pop realm that's and true. make a Justin Timberlake yeah. so big as he is. That's true. Yeah. But um I don't know I, I think some of it, sometimes elements of of what that is works and hip hop too Especially that's if you want to have More of a radio friendly sound Right
1: Even if you got them bars You know what I'm yeah, saying Yeah that's true That that it, Because lord knows There was a bunch Of street niggas And hood niggas That had radio hits Because of Timberland Timberland exactly, exactly Exactly That's true That's true, <laughs> that's true. I, will, I will agree with that Alright um, What is it Number five I think it's actually number 6. Is it number 6? I,
0: I don't have it written down today. Okay, I'm, doing, yeah, number six. I'm doing it from my head. Okay, I number 6, uh overcome. Now, this joint is actually dope as fuck in my opinion. Um it's it's a it's a more of a faster song and yeah. it's got a lot of brass that they use Hell in yeah, it definitely. Like trumpets and and trombones and the the drums are nasty on it. Like I mean, this joint is just beast. Like, I love the beat on this Yeah, track.
1: oh definitely. This is actually one of my favorite joints on the joint. Um the beat, I feel like it's a it's a different kind of beat. It actually sounds like, and I know we're going to get to this a little bit later, right? Yeah. But, um... This sounds like one of the like the beats that I can hear some like somebody now on more so than more than one of Really
0: cuz I don't really see too many rappers these days I mean, with like a few people different like, that would about, rap over something like, with I, this kind I could hear like
1: a Meek Mill on something like this you know what I mean something I could like, see
0: Meek on this yeah You know cuz exactly. I, I don't I definitely couldn't see like Domingos on this oh, no, I couldn't no, see no, Future no. on something like no, this No no like. no
1: no absolutely not but what I'm saying like yeah. like the whole like the the horns and the yeah. trumpet that joint. and it's, it's a vicious hook it on the joint. for some reason right? it reminded me of like a song that would be like on a Madden game or some shit like a sport That's game true. or some shit but I has, feel like
0: this is the type of beat that you gotta be able to flow on like you gotta be able to yeah. kill the flow so I think like of course any of the the, the greater of the uh, the new artists right now I think would kill it I think even Drake rapping right now if he rapped on this joint yeah. he'd probably kill it yeah um Logic would kill it. Kendrick
1: would yeah, kill you it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you Big know, Sean, rappers, like yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Like all of those guys, I think would sound good on it. But like, is it's only those niggas, the ones that actually have like real, they can actually do a really lyrical flow. Yeah. Even I think Wiz Khalifa would sound really good on a track like yeah. This. yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're right. Not a lot of rappers you're gonna really like. A lot of the more popular ones that are popular now, they're mm-hmm. not gonna be on this wave. Yeah. Like you're never gonna catch a little pump on this jump. You're never gonna catch yeah. a um. What was that a big little baby or whatever? He's yeah, not baby, gonna be yeah. on this jump. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just what it is. Yeah,
1: nah, but this beat is vicious. Um the hook was vicious. I was on, fuck with his joint. Fuck yeah. Sure. And it was it wasn't as um I don't wanna say that it was as country as some of the other tracks oh, on nah, this joint. Nah. like and, and you know what? That's probably why it's one of my favorite joints, because <laughs> and, and I hate to I hate to really, you know, shit on the country genre as a whole, but I'm just to be honest with I mean I'm not, a not really
0: a fan of country I'm not a fan of country music either, so you know. Yeah. I, but, I mean, there are times when you hear something that is country yeah, that's no, like, that's okay. true.
1: It sounds decent. That's yeah.
0: Right.
1: yeah. Yeah, not for sure. But, um, yeah, def- this is definitely one of the joints that wasn't uh country at all, actually. Yeah. I didn't hear any, any bits of any country. In- okay. And number seven is uh, an interlude
0: called Warrant, where basically he's got the police sirens in the background, and Timberland is in that joint, doing his normal joint, just talking yeah. over some random shit, like just... <laughs> Just be in Timberland. Just Ain't crazy. Hey,
1: no bullshit. This definitely had Timberland written all over it. <laughs> like the little, the little voice, like lower, lower kind of voice. Yeah. Like, like I guess muffled kind of voice. Uh, yeah. But, um but I actually kind of like this joint. It, I think it's a nice little kind of like, in the middle, you know, just kind of, yeah. random little guitar riffs or whatever the fuck. Yep. It, For some reason, it reminded me of like, like, like limp biscuit or some shit like that. You yeah, know for I mean? real,
0: it does sound like something that would have been on one of their albums. You
1: know what I mean? It sounded something something like that, but it, it was it was a cool little yeah. thing that I, I think it was decent. Yeah, like, now, it
0: was almost two minutes long, so
1: that was random about it. But yeah, it, yeah that is true. It, maybe it could have been a little bit shorter, like, definitely. like a minute, forty five seconds to a minute, exactly. But um, yeah, because at this point, it almost becomes a song more so than the intro. Exactly, and and, and, and you're almost wondering what it has to do with with the actual song. And the war, well, the song, the next song is called Warren. Yeah. So number
0: eight, I guess it is. Yeah, number eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Warren is probably one of my favorite tracks on this album. Mm. And basically, it's about, the, you know, the niggas got the warrant and he's yeah. literally on the run and it's about what he's doing in order to get ready to yep. go on the run. So he's like, you know, I run by my crib, I grab my money and my gun, I kiss my babies goodbye, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's about him just dipping the fuck out because whatever, I forget whatever, you know, whatever it is that happened, happened. Yeah. And he's now ghost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think this is a pretty dope track. It's a the storytelling joint, kind of oh, sound yeah, reflective sure. a little bit too. Yeah.
1: Nah, definitely. Um, I, I would say this is probably one of the deeper, uh, storytelling joints, like you said. Um, and, and, you know, it's, 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 it's real, like, you know, uh, descriptive and shit. And, like, it, 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 paints the part that you don't really see. And, and, and I feel like that's something that, uh, that I actually heard, uh, Lil Baby talking about, which is a lot of rappers talk about living a certain lifestyle. Yeah. But don't rap about, like, the negative aspects of it. And I feel like, uh, Bubble Sparks in his joint is, you know, yeah. rapping about, a negative aspect of living a certain lifestyle. That is
0: true. and, and that I mean, that is an, an older rapper's kind of thing. It's like to tell you about, okay, this is what I came from. This is what I got now. You know, this is the repercussions of some shit. You know, my niggas is in jail. My people is dead, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. You're right. Niggas don't really discuss that these days when it comes nah, to the new rappers.
1: It's all about what the good shit is going on. Like, you, you rarely hear... Well, you might hear, I guess, future sometimes rap about negative shit. But it's it's mostly, I feel like, the good shit that's going on for them. You know what I mean? It's, it's not about... You know, the times they've gotten arrested or the times that they've been on the run or the times that, you know, niggas have shot at them or, you know, their friends have died or whatever. Exactly. So It's it's a good, you know, switch of pace right here.
0: Now, I will say, this one does sound mad country as fuck because there is this twangy guitar whatever thing that's in the background of this joint yeah. uh, but I'm going to say that the bass kills this joint the bass on this joint is ridiculous and I'm not going to lie the drums on this joint are pretty nice too because it's like right. like it's like just hi-hats and cymbals really so it's an energetic song but it's like a low-key energetic song yeah. for
1: real nah definitely,
0: definitely. alright well, the next song uh, <laughs> is uh, New South um <laughs> and um this song was actually more like a rock song like it has like a mad rock beat going to it and, like mad mm-hmm. rock guitars but with like the timberland type yeah. drums that you expect to go with it
1: yeah nah definitely um i mean honestly i, I wasn't i wasn't the biggest fan of this joint mm-hmm. um but yeah like uh, m- mostly because like you said it was kind of like the timberland beat that I'm not i guess the biggest fan of but um it definitely had the the, the like you said aspects of rocks in the joint and rock in it but I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't the biggest fan of it.
0: No, I do. I like. I basically. I like this song, but I don't. I don't really like the chorus of this song because the chorus is just like people shouting. <laughs> like I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's just like I feel like it doesn't do the song justice. Right. But uh. But I mean, you know, it's whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Now, to me, honestly, from I, w- I would say I guess yeah, the first ten joints, which well, even though this is number nine, but the yeah. first ten joints, it was probably when I listened to the least. So I wasn't big fan. I can see that. But um but going on to number ten, which is I guess the title track of it. Yep. Uh Deliverance. Yep. I don't know if I've heard the uh the hook somewhere, but it sounded real familiar. This was a radio hit. Was it a radio hit? Yes. It was radio video. Because I knew I had heard the, the hook. And rah- Yep uh, it's,
0: it's crazy I I think this is probably One of the best songs On the album Yeah I know um, it, it really was um, and, and it's funny to hear Timberland singing The the
1: uh, the um the chorus on this joint Oh was it Timberland? Yeah Oh okay I was wondering Who the fuck that was I, I knew it yeah, wasn't It there. was definitely Timberland He's talking about I got my fishing pole And my bottle of shine I was like this man <laughs> Yeah you know what This sound uh, just like What you said <laughs> But definitely Dog it, If Doug, if there's ever any bit of country in this album on this song, it's on his album's on the song. Yes. From the I guess the guitar on the joint. Yep. Everything about it. Is just super country. You know, oh yeah, one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, but I, I, honestly, I had never heard this joint. But um but I knew, I, or maybe I, I had heard it, but I didn't, I didn't recognize it. Okay. Um, but it, it was it was a cool little joint. Yeah,
0: I like it. Like I said, I think this is one of the best joints on here. It's very much a storyteller. Uh, and again, like you know, I said uh, many times on this podcast, I'm really into storytelling. I love it when niggas can paint a story, yeah. paint a pitch. Uh, you know, come just make a whole complete story. And. It sounds a little bit country, but not as much country as some uh, of the other stuff.
1: I beg the different. But I mean, I think that the I, I think just
0: think that the lyrical the lyrics on this joint kind of just surpass it. You know, no, no,
1: like, I, I agree. I, I think the lyrics are definitely there. Um, but to me, I feel like the the guitar in the song is one hundred percent country. As fuck. Oh yeah, it is kind of country. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> super country. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for Christ's sakes, you could argue. That, uh, Timberland's hook in his joint is, is a country, like, song. Yeah, it really is. It could easily have been a, a country, <laughs> right? country song. I, I, I heard something. Now, I don't know if this is, if I heard incorrectly, but that Bubba Sparks won, uh, country album of, or some or was nominated for a country album for this joint, too? He might have
0: been. I have to check. But, I mean, it's a country I, ass sounding album. I, I want to say, I ass heard motherfucker. It. yeah,
1: I don't know how, I don't know. Don't call me on that hell, but. That's I actually been a bit of good trivia. Hmm.
0: I have look to look it up later. Up.
1: Yeah, look
0: that up. But, um, wanna go to the next one?
1: Yeah, number 11, uh, Who Nanny. Yes. This is the joint with, uh, Justin Timberlake. Yep. Um, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. This is, this is the exact kind of Timberlake, uh, Timberlake beat. No, Timberland beat that I fucking hate. <laughs> I hate the fast kind of beats, and this is exactly that. And then you got, and, and to be honest, dog, I, I just don't, I think the word is fucking whack. Hootin' Hootin' nanny,
0: yeah. It is a country fucking word. It just means party. I know. I, I know <laughs> what it means. For those listeners outside of the United States, a hootin' nanny is a party. Um, I don't like the word either. <laughs> it's so fucking country, dog. It just, uh,
1: sa- no, I don't know, bro. Like, pardon me if you're country, dog, but it, it, to me, it just sounds. Corny, I mean, it's a wow. song
0: that you could get down to, but it's... Just... Man, no, this sounds like
1: one of them joints that, like, your grandma could get down to. And just, <laughs> like, I just hate that word, dog. What the fuck the... All right, you know what, man? Huh. If, if they hadn't used Nanny in this joint, dog, this joint might have been half decent. I mean, you don't know what these country people are about to do, dog. Come on, no, man. I'm not, dog. I'm not a fan, dog. Hootenanny is a word from 1930, dog. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it's even older
1: nanny. than that. It probably is, dog. <laughs> hootenanny, hootenanny,
0: hootenanny.
1: And it's funny because when I first seen it, right, I didn't know that. That's what I guess they were how to say, to say it, say, yeah. Or I didn't know that's how you spelled it, yeah. So and I heard the song. Oh, fuck,
0: I mean, there's so many words that I've heard throughout my life that are country as fuck that I've never seen spelled out. I had never seen hootenanny spelled out until yeah, this no. album. Yeah, exactly. And I was Yo, easily in my 20s when this came out.
1: Dog, tell me though that. This beat isn't the motherfucking stereotypical Timberland beat. It kinda is though. No is it lie. Not? It kinda is. It is. Not? Like, especially I've, the drums. Yeah, You're the right. Drums. The drums especially. Have you not heard several hits to this exact beat pattern? Mm-hmm. Drum pattern almost? Yeah. So but I here. mean I mean,
0: that, that's like the entirety of reggaeton. Like, like, come on. Hey.
1: <laughs> hey, don't make me. Hey, my man Will about to come on here, dog. You <laughs> he about to come on. He, he, to come. He, he mad, but he knows facts. fuck
0: up your podcast? Put that punk to to flex joint.
1: Hey, man, let's go on to the next song, <laughs> man. Fuck, fuck go ahead, go ahead. All right, man. This is actually one of my favorite joints. This is actually one of the more like <coughs> similar to uh, to the last joint, which is kind of like a fun joint. Uh, take a load off. Yes. Um, but I actually I actually like this beat a lot more. Um, I think the little like I, I don't know if it's like a sample or like a little loop that's playing in the background, the little sound yeah. Effect. I fuck with that joint. Um, but I, this is one of my favorite joints on the joint.
0: No, this joint is actually pretty tight. Um, the beat is very interesting, but I mean that's like. Timberland beats are always very interesting no matter yeah. how you really look at them. But it's just like it's it's abnormal even for Timberland. Yeah, it's, especially it's, at that time. There's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, but the song is actually pretty cool. So I mean I don't I don't really mind. I don't have a problem with this song. It's probably not one of my favorite songs. It's definitely not this if I was gonna skip the song, it would probably this would probably be one of them. Nah,
1: see this is this is one of the all right, this is one of the funner songs that I like. Like I I like like in, on this joint, right, I like the more uh, deeper, int- introspective joints. Yeah. But out of, like, the you know more fun joints, I would say this is probably one of my favorites. Okay. Bands. Okay. I can see that. Yeah.
0: The next one, uh, what number is this one? 13. Number 13. Like, uh, it like it or not. Now, this joint is actually pretty dope. Uh, the beat to yeah. this joint is named. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's, and, again, it's not a country beat. It's more, I want to call it, like, a CeeLo Green beat because it's, like, it's mad br- brass instruments. It's got the like the upbeat yeah. tempo, but the low key drums. You know, it just sounds like a very funk beat. Really?
1: And so I'm not sure who it was that uh, was uh, singing the hook and like I guess the little first burst. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, I don't think it says on the on the joint.
0: I feel like that's a very familiar voice, but I can't it is place kind of it.
1: Familiar, but I couldn't. But I know obviously it wasn't uh, Louis Sparks or
0: maybe it's somebody. um what's that man's name no I don't think that's him anyway I thought maybe it was Sleepy Brown
1: might be Sleepy Brown you know what I think I've seen the on um, like what? the little lyric page it might looking. be alright well I mean you know whatever I don't anyway. know Sleepy Brown is but regardless <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, nah. This, this joint um, this joint was cool you know it's the pretty much saying that you know they they gonna do their thing whether you like it or not exactly and you know it's that type of song it's, it's a cool little song in middle, little little album. alright I guess towards the end of the album,
0: really. Yeah, it is, it, this is definitely getting towards the end of the album. Yeah, uh, There's only like a couple more songs left. But uh, the next joint, uh, number 12? Yeah, 13. Uh, 14. Damn, I'm real off. Uh, number 14, My Tone. This joint is It's one of the Timberland beats that is a little bit odder because it's, like, it's not exactly a 100% pleasing beat to the ear. The little, the little, I guess, sound effect, <laughs> it almost sounds kind of like, like, scratchy almost. Yeah. And it's just, it, it just plays throughout, it loops throughout
1: the entire fucking thing. I guess like it's like with a guitar, like a guitar riff, right?
0: Yeah, I guess it's a guitar. Th- it's gotta be an electric guitar. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it's but just- But it does like, loop throughout the whole joint. Yeah.
0: It's like, it, they cut it out for a couple seconds here and there, but other than that, like, it goes through the whole thing. So it's kind of, a, uh, kind of a lot, um... I don't really like the, t- um, the chorus of this song either. I think it's kind of whack. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it, like, it's, it's, it's not one of them. Again, this is another
1: song that I would probably
0: skip on the album.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I guess it's, well, it'd the second to last joint. Yeah. Um, it is kind of, I guess if there is any filler on this album, I would say this is maybe one of the maybe that there are on here. Definitely. But yeah, I, I would definitely say this is, is one of the filler joints. It, it, but I will say, the beat sounds, uh, this is one of the few beats on here that, that don't really have too much country on it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it doesn't remotely sound country at all. Yeah. And then the last song, number 15, Back in the Mud. And this is more of a, again, another rock sounding joint versus country sounding joint. Um, and the song is actually pretty alright. Uh, it's another upbeat song. I don't think that it sounds, it's probably the least sounding Timberland of the, it's the least sounding of the, uh, Annoying Timberland beats, uh, with the fast songs, I would say. Um, but I think this song is pretty dope.
1: I've never had a problem with this song. I've always liked it. What do you think about this one being like, it's the last, last song? You think it's a good, last song? I think
0: it's a pretty good song to end the album on because, you know, it's, I think it's pretty dope when people can end the, end an album on a strong note with a quick song that's upbeat. So, you know, you can catch that giant I don't think it's always cool to end the album on a slow note and unless it's a really, really good fucking note.
1: I'm not going to lie, right? Being a fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh-huh. I actually really like this joint because <laughs> I don't know. It's something about rapping, which is kind of, I, I, it took me the longest time to realize that's pretty much what Anthony Kiedis is doing. Yeah, pretty it's much. Pretty much rapping over a rock beat. Exactly. And, and, and that's kind of what Bubba Sparta did here, kind of. Uh-huh. So, um, it was, it was pretty cool. It, yeah. was, it was a good way to end it. I feel like, I feel like this is one of them things that he, that, that, that like, I guess the, uh, the theme in the album that pretty much he's in, he's shoving the country, his country roots down your throat or whatever he whatever pretty much he he is down your throat. Yeah, and he definitely kind of slant uh, bookends the joint with this last joint. I,
0: it's kind of like okay, you know, like yeah, I'm country as shit, I'm white boy, but I'm going to show yeah. you that I can rap yeah, on exactly. this joint. Like exactly. this, this is what it is. So
1: exactly. All
0: right. So uh, what would you give the album out of ten? All
1: right. So personally, as as I think I've said before, yeah. I, I think I've said before that I'm not the hugest Timberland fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and, and I feel like that kind of skewed my opinion, even, even so after the, after listening to, to the album a couple times. Mm-hmm. That being said, I feel like, uh, Bubble Sparks definitely, uh, should have some respect as far as a, a rapper goes. Because I ain't know that before, cause like, I, like, like I said before, um, before this album, all I heard was, the booty joint. Yeah. And I just didn't think he was a lyrical rapper. Like, I really didn't think that. But then, I, I, I brought it up to my brother that, we, that we was reviewing this joint. And then, he was like, yeah, like, he was like, that was his whole thing is that he was kind of like a, a lyrical dude from the South, kind yep. of. And that was like, a, that was a, his thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this joint definitely proved that to me. So, um, I'm gonna give this joint a seven and a half out of ten. And it's mainly because it's not my cup of tea. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not so much because it's not a good album. Yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. But I feel like there's definitely some good rap here. Okay. Um. Even 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 though I'm not the biggest fan of Timberland, there's some good beats on here. Um. But it it, it definitely uh, it definitely isn't my cup of tea all the way. So okay. That, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. Respect. Respect.
0: <clears throat> all right. Me personally, this is one of the albums. I, like I was in college when it came out i really was fucking with this album for a long time and actually listening to this album let me it reminded me how much of this album i actually stopped listening to yeah. uh not to say that it was a bad album but like as like like we said before there's just a couple of songs that literally could just be filler tracks and they're just yeah. not great songs so yeah. i just I bypass them yeah. uh on just on that alone i mean other than that it's a really good album i think it's a pretty good especially lyrically solid album i think uh beat wise the beats complement everything that goes on with it For the most part it does. Uh, So I would I would give this joint like an 8.5 uh, I don't want to give it a 9 um, Because uh, like I said there's a couple of the filler songs That if you take them out <clears throat> It would be a lot better But um I've always thought this album was pretty dope. It was pretty legit, and that's why one of the reasons why I wanted you to hear it because it's an album outside of the the influence of the realm of influence in which you would run in, oh, hell and man. which normally I would show you because this is normally outside of the influence of which I would be fucking with. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but I mean, that's one of the things. That's one of the things that's beautiful about hip hop is that you can find gems, hidden
1: gems, in mm-hmm. all
0: types of different shit.
1: Nah, that's true. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I feel like, like you said. You know, I feel like you would kind of go toward more towards the, you know, certain artists that um, that are, I guess, thought to be more more lyrical, or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Yeah. And I I don't know. I think the general consensus isn't that Bubba Sparks is the most lyrical person in the world because no. his biggest song is kind of like a radio song. Exactly. So um, definitely, you know, this this is a perfect example of that of you know that you can really have both the best of both worlds. Exactly so definitely I, I think now uh, I don't know if we did this on the last album review, the, the test of time did we do I don't think we did no I think we did it on both did of them go? yeah we did okay. it on both of them I, I think bet. but I yes guess. test of time so so alright so that's the one thing I will say about this joint right there's a lot of song, a lot of mainly because of the Timberland beats yeah Um, but I, I think the majority of this album doesn't stand the test of time as far as you know if you put this on they're gonna like this sounds like a mid 2004 yeah it's,
0: i have to agree with you it's very specific in its sound yeah absolutely and yeah. like 80 percent of the album is very specific in the sound yeah so um, yeah i i definitely agree with you i don't think the album a lot of the beats and everything the lyrics yes yeah, the absolutely. beats not so much
1: yeah and and, and and i feel like that's what might throw uh, some people off oh for sure um if you were to put this on you know like i said this is, like if, if you were to put this song, you'd immediately know that this is at least somewhat overdated Exactly, I so. but nonetheless, nonetheless, a good. Album.
0: All right, all right. Well, good discussion on that joint. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, do you have an album you think anybody should listen to? Album suggestion. Uh, yeah. Springing it on you last minute because I forgot about it too. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna go with. What am I gonna go with? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, my "Twisted Dark Fantasy" uh, by yeah. Kanye West. Um, that joint actually surprised me. It was the album that I thought we were gonna get Kanye back with, uh, because after what I thought was in, in what we've discussed it here at nauseum, I think Kanye started to decline on graduation. I thought 808 was a low point for him, and then I thought he came back when he did when he went ahead and did "Dark Twisted." Uh, but unfortunately that momentum didn't last. But I thought right. Dark Twisted was a really, really good fucking album. Um, and if you have, if you lost faith in Kanye back when I did <laughs> in those days and you have not really given Dark Twisted a listen, give it a listen. It's got some bangers on it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Dark Twisted fan- and, and I feel like that was like, I guess, um, uh, his best of his, uh, like super, like, I guess, like, you know how like once he started doing 808s, uh, he kind of went, like, more outside of, of the hip-hop realm. Yeah. And like, more experimental. Exactly. I guess. This is the better, I would say, of, more polished of the experimental shit. I would agree I would with say, you. Yes, of, of completely. 100%. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I, fuck with this album too, it's <laughs> one of my favorite albums. Uh, but the album that I'm, uh, uh, suggest this week, um, is Overly Dedicated by Kendrick Lamar. Um, hmm. which is, I don't know if it's his second or maybe his third mixtape. Okay. Um, from 2010. Uh, there's a lot of good songs on here. Uh, it's crazy because if you hear this, you could definitely hear it, it sounds like an older, or I guess a younger Kendrick. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a really good, really good mixtape. All, All right. right. I don't know if it's a mixtape it
0: or I have to definitely check that out then. Yeah, nah. Oh, y'all? Yeah, nah, not yet. Really good. All right, really good. bad. All right. Well, again, thank y'all for listening to the episode. We sure. appreciate it. Uh, then again, let us know what y'all think about the album if y'all have listened to it. Again, mm-hmm. Deliverance by Bubba Sparks. Uh, you know, y'all can find us, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at H Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. Uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash hip hopheads podcast. Yes, sir. You can also find us, uh, where else? Oh, you can find the podcast to listen to on, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartMedia. So you, you know, you, you know where to find us. Uh, hit us up with anything, you know, everywhere from around the world. You know what it is. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace.